stolzes Schiff. I'm Charles Schreit A. Baird, and these the are the footprints across Texas. The story of the Kreischa family and their trials and tribulations in the settlement of Baird. Today's episode will focus on the Kreischas from 1856 to 1860, including how Kreischer became a ruler Josepha Kreischer, born on the bluff. And as I was researching and trying to find a baptismal record, I contacted all the dioceses that could have existed at the time and trying to figure out what diocese, uh, knowing that uh, Josepha, Josepha Kreischer was Catholic, what diocese they would have been in at the time. Well, really, there were no dioceses. I found this baptismal record at the Nesbitt Library in Columbus, Texas. And it's written in Latin, but he was baptized by a French priest named uh, Father Gurry. Victor Gurry was born in France, came here, and he was often once called a saddle-bagged priest, meaning that he traveled the countryside doing marriages and baptisms. Because a child was born does not necessarily mean that they were baptized right away. It could have been a couple of years. So it was interesting from that perspective to find the actual record. Sponsors at Henry Lewis's baptism were some of Christ's neighbors on the bluff, Johannes Laox. Christ's life was changing on the bluff and changing quickly. He and Josepha welcomed Henry Lewis's sister Anna on December the 1st, 1857, and she was followed by Otto in 1859, Franklin on November 30th, 1862, Pauline in 1866, and Julia, the last Christian child born, on January 7th, 1870. The expansion of the house must have been tremendous. There are seven different kinds of lumber in the Christian home, all grown locally to include oaks, to include cedars, to include sycamores for finishing the ceilings. In order for the crisis to survive, and that being survive as a stonemason, they had to have help in the house. There's an immigrant lady that shows up in the records named Barbara Pence. Now, Barbara Pence was only here one year, but she more than likely came over on one of the German immigration ships and helped out for a little bit of time with Josepha and the children and the washing and the cooking and the gardening, which all had to be done on the bluff as Heinrich was busy building buildings in LaGrange. There was also the constant work of animals. One of the things that if you come to the bluff and you come to the Kreischer site, you will see that there's a barn below the Kreischer home. Now, it was believed that there were animals kept in that barn, but further research showed that would not be possible because if they were kept there, they would have polluted the spring, which is down down the hill a little bit from that particular barn. So there was a constant, when I say constant, the, the constant work that must have had to happen for them to survive on that bluff. 
The early settlers of the county formed what are called meat clubs so that no family would starve. Each person put in a certain um, share, if you will, of meat, and it was all distributed in meat clubs uh, once a week or once every two weeks with the rations according to the size of the families. There is also no running water at the Kreisha home. There never has been. They relied on a cistern to collect rainwater off the roof, but that was not used for drinking purposes. That was used for washing and cleaning via a spigot at the back of the house by the kitchen. So the water that the family used for actual cooking and drinking had to be hauled from springs down below by wagon and horse. And it was the woman's job, Josepha Kreisha, in this instance, that um, was responsible for the baking bread was another daily chore that uh, started roughly five o'clock in the morning because Josepha had to have the stove fired up, which included three meals a day to include not only her family, but also Barbara Pence, who was the maid servant helper with the Kreischer family. Breakfast may have consisted of large pans of cornbread or biscuits with homemade molasses, eggs, and head sausage. Homemade soups during the winter, some of which were bread soup with milk and egg added for thickening, cabbage soup, potatoes and bacon, chicken soup with homemade noodles, and pigeon soup with rice. All were filling. The records also showed that as Kreisha expanded his operation, he raised hogs. And one of the big things that they, they tried to preserve was uh, pork. And in order to preserve pork, it was put into a barrel and covered in lard and then treated with salt. And salt was a major commodity in the early years of uh, the settlement of the West and, and Kreisha's, uh, for lack of a better word, Kreisha's nationality. They kept the cooler in the house, which was wrapped in uh, burlap and wet and cheeses were put inside that and the evaporative effect of that maybe had been the first refrigerator that they ever had. So there's there's certain things that the way the house is designed, that the way that they lived their life um, contributed to their success on the bluff, but none would be more so until he changes his profession in 1860 from that of stonemason to that of Brewer. Little is known about the crisis in the last three years of the, uh, the decade of the 1850s. What is known is that the courthouse was completed and the expansion of his own home was completed. The census records reflect that the family consisted of Heinrich, Josepha, Henry Lewis, Anna, and Otto. That 1860 census, which is interesting to read, shows Heinrich as a stonemason paying property taxes for 1857 on 172 acres valued at 1000 four horses valued at $100, 25 cattle at $150, wagon and oxen in a ferry, $375 for a total valuation of his property of $1,665. What's even more interesting as I examined his tax records were that in 1858, he showed significant increases in assets as payments for newly completed courthouse began to flow in. you got to remember that his courthouse uh, project with Amons was awarded on um, promissory notes. 
So the promissory notes, when they came due, Chrysler added 33 cattle. Well, everything basically the same year before. Everything remained the same from the year before, but its property in valuation continued to increase to $1,960, which in 1858 was a large summer money. It also noted there were some marked changes in personal property with the addition of 214 acres on the Llano River as part of the Fisher Milligrant, and another 200 acres listed in Behar County as part of that same grant. That grant being the Adelsverein. Total valuations of both grants totaled $207, for which he paid 26 cents state tax and 20 cents county tax. The year 1860 would be a dramatic change for the Kreischer family and for that of America. Please plan on joining me next time as we venture in to Kreischer, the master brewer in LaGrange, Texas.